Live from New York. Live from New York. It's Scenecast in oh. South Bend, Indiana. Mm. And we're here today with a lot of gushers. And guess what? One of our people has never eaten them before. That's me. Adrian, what did you think of gushers? Um, well, okay, so I, brief background, I moved to the U.S. when I was 14, but I would come every summer um, to visit my family, and I would always see the commercials, commercials where um, people's heads, you know, they, they would eat them, and people's heads would, like, become whatever fruit it was, I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and um, now, several, several years later that I'm eating them, I'm kind of disappointed. I thought that it was going to be a lot more... Well, I don't know. They're kind of like. Granted, we are somehow eating stale gushers. I didn't know it could happen, but yeah, they feel kind of stale. I don't think that they can get stale because I don't think that they're biodegradable. I think they're. No, but I've definitely had more plush gushers. I've had better experiences. These these ones are a little chunky. It's a little hard to talk. It's like peanut butter. Yeah, I don't think it's possible to like gushers over the age of twelve or so. That that's the kind of candy but that I think it feels you missed like. Your window. No, I think I think the thing is they taste like waxy. Yeah, they're very waxy and sticky. And if you're not like looking for just the sugar, as we said, um, that age gap is gonna kill you. So I used to like eat three packs of Gushers and like go to parties in high school because I was a dork kid. And wait, 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 wait what? How is this? How are so those two things because, related? Because because I would get so like energetic and like. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't like I drank coffee in high school, so I would just get turned. Like, I would be, like, crazy. I'd, like, do things I would never do without three packs of Gushers <laughs> okay. in Okay. That's, that's hilarious, because so I, I used to do a very similar thing where I'd go to parties, and then I'd go right to the vegetable trays and pretend to smoke carrots. Like, and I still do that. But that's I'd get turned off of smoking carrots, and I never smoked before. I just assumed that it was, the, like, the cool way to do it. That's you know? pretty edgy. I thought you didn't get invited well, to parties, Aaron, since you were like such a big like Coldplay fan in high school. Like I just assumed like that was not like what people were into. No, I was a big Coldplay fan in eighth grade, and then high school was a whole new start for me. Same. But guys, but guys, yeah. speaking of Coldplay, today's scene cast theme is songs that ruin your day, or gushers, depending on which one you want to take. Or gushers that might let your dreams down. Um, this week we did a. Um, Staff picks, scene selections, based on songs that reminded us of heartbreak. Um, And so today, we are going to discuss maybe those songs, my songs, not one of the ones I chose about heartbreak. It's just kind of a downer. Um, Jimmy, you sent this idea. Where did you see it again? NPR did this? Yeah, I think this is probably an NPR thing. It was either an NPR or a Twitter thing or a Molly Lambert thing on Twitter. Maybe all, all three. All of the things are one of those three. Uh, like every, every I, I think Molly Lambert did an NPR article and posted it to Twitter. I, I think it. that's what happened. I believe that. Um, sweet. Let's 
kick things off over in the corner with Mike Donovan. Alright, so I've been wanting to get this off my chest for a while. There's one song that splits my soul every time I hear it, I want to jump out a window. And that is A by the Bare Naked Ladies. Now, it was the first song on my iTunes library for the longest time. Every time I got in my car, I'd hear that terrible piercing bass line followed by the unnecessarily happy but not necessarily major chords in the worst lyrics you've ever heard in your life. Applesauce is not a meal. Let me say that again. Applesauce <laughs> is not a meal. <laughs> Anyways, I would never be able to listen past that part because it was just so atrocious. And I recommend for all of you out there with uh, working ears not to turn it on at any point in time. Wait, but we've got to listen to these, Should we right? play it? Oh, yeah, let's go yeah, ahead yeah, and play we it. have to play these. Okay. Please, no. I think the, the, joy, Here we go. the joy of bad music is sharing it with people. That you hate. It's <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, wait, isn't there, there's like an episode of some famous sitcom, or there's so many comic strips based off of the idea of you tasting something bad. Oh, it was a Pickles comic strip, where uh, oh, the, the older pickles lady... The older lady's like making something horrible, and she like tastes it, and she's like, "Oh, this is horrible." And then she turns to the man, and she's like, "Try this." Yeah. Yeah. Good. That is such like a that's, that's like essentially what we're doing. That is such like a decom kind of like joke, <laughs> yeah, you know? You're yeah. so right. <laughs> That was enough of that. Really horrible. That was not good. Bad, yeah. right? I'm done with that. This is gonna be our least viewed scene cast because everyone just dropped out after that song. True, so. dang. <laughs> we should have rethought this. Anyway, Kelly, what's your uh what's your pick? Okay, so um songs that ruin my day. Um I think when it's made even worse when other people respond to them with such joy. Um, <laughs> True. So I, I'm just going to see what the songs are, and then I have a lot of different thoughts in a lot of different directions. So I don't even... These two are mixed up in my mind completely. Um, I can't even think of one of them. Uh, but one of them is Sweet Caroline. What? And one of them is <laughs> the other one that's exactly the same as that. Sweet Somebody please Carol. Call me. Hey there, or, um, oh. come on, Eileen. That's come what on you're Eileen. thinking, right? Come on, Eileen. Girls and talking to them and singing to them. Uh, okay, so they're first of all, we overrated. That always makes me question, like, why does everybody like this song? Should I like this song? No. Should I tolerate the song? No. And then, like, I get to hating the song. Um, I think it goes back to, like, people who are like, oh, this is cool because it's an old song. Mm. And I'm like, this is a terrible song. And just because you don't know any other songs that are 
old songs. AKA everyone who goes to the backer every week. You heard it here. We do not like backer people at this <laughs> oh station. Gosh, yes, we haven't even talked about this good. in real life until this scene, guys. But yeah, I hate the backers so much. They played High School Musical the other week. My friend tried to jump out of the window. I so saw that on your so Snapchat story. It's, it's it was like, a very millennial moment yeah, for me. It's a one-story thing. In, like, in the observer office... Out. I have definitely heard people bragging, I just made a playlist of all the songs they played at the backer. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No. What? And that's we are not only the Observer Office, that's everywhere. That's all of you. All Wait, of you people. My friend made a song, or a playlist of like all the backer songs. And then he was radio station manager two years ago. from being played ever again. No, he made the list and it, as a joke, it has like 300 followers. Oh like everyone's God. like, have you heard this playlist? Shout out Andrew Smith. Um... So anyway, man, uh, people who have memories are the worst. Play, play what? Sweet Caroline. Play sweet. I don't think Caroline? I've ever heard that. Well, let's see. Come You've on never on had gushers. Like, You've never heard for like the innuendo. I don't know. I honestly, okay. I I do a very good job at staying away from really bad music. I don't know how I do it. Wait, but people are like, but I like come on, no, Arlene. I, I don't. You okay. don't. Okay, so to get this back rolling, that was Come On Eileen, and I wanted to talk about something a little more recent to that, and something that is a very, pop- a very popular opinion, I guess, within scene, is that the Imagine Dragons suck. Oh. Oh. Yeah. We- I hope their dads aren't listening. <laughs> I think <laughs> we we have, <laughs> I think we've written about the Imagine Dragons at least three times in this paper, and I just googled like Imagine Dragons suck, and the first thing that comes up is Allie's article from like three years ago. Yes. So if you think Imagine Dragons suck, like we are the group that we are the test group for that. We we inspired that idea within this Wait, station. Yeah, I just wrote about this Super Bowl commercial I hated the most. Um, it was Nintendo because oh, they played yeah, an Imagine play. Dragon song. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're, we've continued that. Yeah. The thing about Imagine Dragons is that they don't die. Like their their music has gotten worse and worse over the years. They've gotten more and more popular. And they, they get like Kendrick Lamar. They get like rappers. Oh on my their god. Music. Kendrick Lam- the Kendrick Lamar version of Radioactive. I think we should just probably play that first next. Um, that, like, that was one of the most, like, appalling Grammy performances ever. And I, I think there's entire... Uh, Kendrick Lamar does terrible pop collaborations in yeah, general. Why does he do that? Yes, He's agreed. So he will good. not stop. He just, he just does not care. Whether it's Magic Dragons Taylor or Swift. Ta- Taylor Swift, Moon 5, he does not stop. He just, he just wants to make some more money. I don't understand. Either because, like, his albums, his last album, like... He didn't try to make that just so commercially successful. Like, he definitely yeah, had... And, like, his own songs are so, like, smart and thoughtful. 
and then it goes on trash music. It's yeah. like it's like mainstream album LP Lil Wayne versus mixtape Lil Wayne. Maybe he's just trolling us. I think he's just trolling well, us. <laughs> actually, I think he does. I don't think so. That's giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt. He does like the cool stuff. I think so. Like all the critics can love him, and then like all the pop people are like, "Oh God, my song sucks." So let me get someone like critically acclaimed to, for this, and then Kendrick Lamar's like, "Hey, you got to pay me a lot of money for this now." So it's all yeah, but he's no, I, give him, well, I, I give him more credit than Lamar that. Specifically, like, though. I give more credit to that because his own music is so... Maybe because he's easy to get at this point. <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. Anyway, yeah. here we go. We're playing Radioactive, and we are hating Imagine Dragons, and we still like Kendrick, even though he is doing tacky features consistently. Uh, so I requested to say a little something about this song just because um, I was listening to it and remembering that when I was in high school, I was like kind of friends with like my English teacher, I guess, because I mean, I didn't even have him in class or he didn't have me in class, except we just knew each other for like other reasons and stuff. And I remember how excited he was when he, quote unquote, discovered this song. He had <laughs> such terrible music taste and I would always try to get him into to like pretty, I mean, pretty basic okay. stuff like, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like new. Like, Neutral Milk Hotel, which is, like, okay, it's not, like, super... Well, I mean... It's, it's really basic hipster stuff. It, it's, right, it's, it's entry-level, but it, I thought that he might be able to find it accessible. But then he went... No, 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 no. But then but then that year was the Coachella Valley Music Fest. Well, I mean, it's every year. But that one, Neutral Milk Hotel went, and we both went... I mean, not together, but I went, and I saw Neutral Milk Hotel live, and apparently he had been there, too, and he saw them, and his response was, I hate the singer's voice. Oh, my gosh. Your okay. it's basic, you basic. It's actually you missed out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for what it's worth, it's a valid concern because some people just don't like Jeff Mangum's voice. But like, still, I mean, if you prefer, <laughs> if you prefer Radioactive, I think. <laughs> if you prefer Radioactive, though, you don't matter to. And he's gone <laughs> so many years with that mindset. Oops. What? He's lived a lot of years with this sort of music taste in his system. Well, it's he's not like, like you just eliminate it. Wait, and also that story reminded me because Kelly and I were talking about Perks of Being a Wallflower and Come on Eileen, how that's like a central song in the movie. So that's one but of the, the reasons why I don't. The not good because the book had song. a way better playlist and they changed Th- it. This is true. This is true, but this is not what. This is true, but this is not where I was going with it. I was just trying to say that the English teacher is friends with the little high school guy and gives him like book recommendations, yeah. and it reminded me of of that. But it was you giving him music recommendations. Anyway, Adrian, what song ruins your day? Um, so my first interpretation of that question was what song makes me really frustrated and um, angry? And the answer is definitely Animals by Martin Garrix. Of course, it's an EDM <laughs> song. It's it's If any one song ruined EDM, it was Animals by Martin Garrix. For, I mean, I would prefer to go uh, to listen to another interpretation of that question, which is songs that make me feel really, like, sad slash, like, you know... Um, for which I have something, but maybe we can just listen to animals. I yeah. I kind of don't I want mean, to. Honestly, but 
Kind of. I do want to. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> I kind of do. Go for it. So we're going to go. to the do-do-do-do-do-do part. Yeah, so also, it, it's worth noting that this guy was like 18 or 19 when he made this, which it, this can only be made by an 18-year-old or 19-year-old. Diplo. Um, but, yeah, so part of the reason why this song is so frustrating is because um, basically all of the EDM that came after um, that aspired to you know financial gain as opposed to real artistry was pretty much inspired by this song. You can you can everything that uh, made the 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 charts on P- Beatport, which is kind of like a electronic music charting site. Um, everything had the same structure, the same kind of semi whimsical drop, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was so formulaic, and uh, it. Yeah, nothing really has redeemed electronic music. Uh, sorry, electronic dance music thus far for me. Every single 18-year-old white boy in their college dorm rocking their cargo shorts and their Zac Efron attitude was trying to become the song. Yeah, that, yes. This Hot is... This is... We'll have a cargo shorts podcast later. There's a lot wrong with you, cargo like, shorts. I've had that podcast like so four times, yeah. honestly, already. <laughs> Are those the ones that have pockets? Yes. Lots. Yes. Pockets? Many pockets. Yeah. Lots of bad pockets. Oh, no. Cargo camo shorts. Those are the exact. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's another yeah, level. No, I won't defend anything. <laughs> You've been CC'd. Then you had cargo. And they I don't know. I was using email lingo. <laughs> oh, cargo camo. <laughs> All right, John. Okay. Um, I took this way one? differently than everyone else. Um, so... Which one? There was Sputnik Music, which used to oh. be a haven for all sorts of musical discussion, mostly just angsty, angsty internet nerds talking about the same album and how to slot genres onto like, a like onto John a record. Dar- like John exactly, Dar- bunch of wannabes, Anthony Fantanos in. everywhere. I don't, I don't get me wrong, I fit in very well. Um, but there was this one, especially uh, sort of touchy topic, which was the Sad Boys rap click of Young Lean and Friends, <laughs> including Blade. Um, and Blade and all this Young Lean stuff tends to be really sad, really monotone, and also just very formulaic with the vocals. They'll run down the first, like, major third to the first, and then back up and down over and over and over again. So there's no melodic diversity in these tracks whatsoever. So they were getting all these cri- this criticism. Uh, Anthony Fantano has called them out so- several times as having a very shallow aesthetic. And yet, um, I feel like... As someone who's been depressed previously, um, their music well, tends to mirror that topic really, really well. Um, so I would like to sh- give a shout-out to Romeo by Blade. Um, this track br- is sort of like a bring-down as far as the tone goes, but it's still so sparkly and um, like kind of wrapped up in the hedonistic approach that many people who are depressed go, which is to, like, so ye- abuse drugs, indulge in sensuality. So I'm going to go ahead and shout to that song, which ruins my day in a good way by kind of making um, sense of the depression a lot of people do feel. 
Here we go. Like Romeo, one clear crow and it's cold Off the fat, I'm not feeling you That is true Can't be seen with you, but it's cool I froze myself, now I'm freezing you Fuck life and your feelings too Nightmares coming true Creeping up like out of truck and I'm driven blood Today I've been falling, falling, falling Don't know what you say You keep calling, calling, calling out my name Don't talk it, I don't want to hear you talking I'm not sorry, I'm just honest I am in the heart of the... Alrighty Oh! <laughs> I, I got caught on a cord. Um, yeah, so my I took the route of a song that ruins my night um, consistently because lots of South Bend student pandering establishments like to play Mr. Brightside every single night without fail. Um, Sometimes more than once. Yeah, usually more than once. Sometimes an EDM remix if you're lucky. Oh, oh God. God. It's, yeah, it's no good. Everyone has this thing where they think, like, you can just tell it's a safety net. Everyone has heard the song so much that they know all of the words, and also all of their friends know all of the words, so they just go run to their friends and start singing it, and they're like, wow, we're such good friends, like, this is such a moment, we've grown up with this song, like, and they just, you can just tell everyone's feeling, like, so great. This and I'm, very positive. It does, it I does, and exactly. I'm in the corner, like, wow, I hate this, this, <laughs> uh, this song sucks, everybody here, like, like, I don't, I'm just like... Being it's like very a false sense of belonging. Diane Duane yeah, over here. It's frustrating because it's like there are so many other and potentially better songs that we probably like all listen to in our youths and like can connect over. Fireflies. That we like, yeah, that we don't need to know. They should change it to Fireflies. <laughs> no, but it's, and it's like, Make Mr. I think it's just Fireflies. people's actions like around it. Like, yes, I described it as positive, but they're also just like atrocious. Like, I don't know. The worst comes out during Mr. Brightside. All your fake friends. Yeah, it's just fake friends, honestly. I should have just played Real Friends by Kanye, but <laughs> it's... It. <laughs> you should switch it up and just play that. All right, yeah, actually... I mean, yeah, switch it up. I don't want to end yeah, that. No, one no, no Mr. Brightside on this podcast. Yeah, also, if we played Mr. Brightside, I would do like I do in real life and turn it on and just like run away very quickly. Or at least, if not run away, run in circles, screaming, I, this is so bad, why did I come here? Um, but instead, we'll play Kanye West, which if they played this song in a bar, I would probably cry um yeah in so, a good way also i think we're gonna end on this track which is a song that will hopefully end on a positive note and 
make your day or night or whenever you're listening to this a little better and go hang out with your real friends uh we're just some real friends doing a podcast called scenecast every week out of vfi for the observer true friends true smiles (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) okay well now we are all truly smiling thank you adrian Switch up the number, I can't be bothered I cannot blame you for having an angle Ain't got no issues, I'm just doing my thing Hope you're doing your thing too I'm a deadbeat cousin, I hate family reunions Fuck the church up by drinking at the communion Smelling free wine, now my tux is ruined And time for a day